0: You've entered the Networker Zone, the ultimate podcast for networkers in direct sales, network marketing, MLM, or any sales side hustle. You'll learn the skills for the how to and the mindset to make it work from the author of over 20 best selling books and over 25 years in the business. Here's your host, Keith Schreider. All right, today in the zone, I have another veteran student of the industry. He's been actually on a previous episode, always a big help in the Network Marketing Questions Facebook page. He's got some great business building mindset tips. Hey, let's get right into it is Steve Porter. Steve, welcome. Thank you, Keith. Appreciate you uh, taking some time. I know that uh, you're busy with your traditional business. Obviously, we were talking earlier, we'll kind of talk about this, where you can kind of pick and choose when you want to work now, which is which is pretty cool. And I'll put a link to the previous episode because we got some good tips on that one. But the reason I brought you on is that uh, you, in the last, I guess, two and a half years since we've talked, uh, big pivots in your business. You're getting a lot of activity. A lot of your skills are accumulating and uh, exploding. Can you kind of share what's been happening over the last two years in your business?
1: Sure. Um, November 30, I joined another I joined a new business. In the first, in my first 40 days, I sponsored 15 people. And, uh, you yeah, know, it may not, may not sound like much to the superstars, but Keith, I'd never sponsored 15 people in 40 days before in my entire career. Uh, and I've had uh, four, four more people join me in January. And so, but the neat thing is, I, I didn't talk to any of them. They just all responded to my
0: online advertising. Yeah. When people hear advertising, they automatically think money out the door or money down the toilet. Or, you know, they always think that way, which I understand, but you're actually kind of doing more of an organic type of reach. Is that correct? Yes. Can you kind of explain a little bit as far as how you're doing it or you know, just kind of some, some of the places that you're going toward? Sure. I've got a uh,
1: what what I call as a 14 14- 14 step, um, uh, business activity checklist that I do every day or uh, not every day, but I try, but goals to get through it every day. But it's, uh, it's fairly considerable. And, you know, if I'm in a trial or something like that, naturally I'm not going to have enough time to go through it. But when on the days when I can, I just start my day on step one and go through my goals to get through step 14 before the day's over. It usually takes, uh, Usually it takes uh, three to four hours, okay, uh, to do that. But do uh, you want me to tell you what my sources are?
0: Well, yeah, let's let's do that. But also, some people go, "Oh gosh, three or four hours," but then you realize most people are spending time three or four hours doing ridiculous stuff. You know, stuff that's entertaining but not proactive, like you know, the doom scroll on social media. They're doing other stuff, gossiping. You know, watching uh, negative stuff, like you know. I'm saying being entertained, but there are a lot of people like they can find the three hours a day if it leads towards a result that they like. So well, some people may may shut down and go, oh, hold on a sec, but yeah, let's go through the activities because I, I you were part of the 14 day kickstart and I, I love your activities. It's something that every single person can do. It's not ridiculously hard, but it's effective if you do the right thing. So yeah, let's kind of go through some of the things that you are doing on a regular basis.
1: Well, and some of the new people, they're uh, you know get a little gun shy when I tell them how much time I spend. But you know, I tell them, I say, "Hey, how about we, how about we just start with one?" There you go. You know, you don't want to tr- you don't want to try to start with all fourteen like I do. Let's just start with one and get good with that one, and then add number two.
0: Well, what would be like the first most important one, or the one that you start off with for? No one. And and that's kind of what we did in the 14 days. Most people weren't as advanced as you were. Most people were like, okay, I just want to do this one activity. And people are ad activities. But what would be like the go-to first activity for a new distributor?
1: Facebook. My best performing words in 2023 were just 10 words. Would it be okay if you could work from home? Easy. And people... Like it, love it, share it, comment on it. And those people that react favorably to it, I just follow up with them. And it's real, real simple. Hello, Keith. Steve Porter here. Hey, just wanted to thank you for uh, liking my Facebook post. And then I repeat the post because I learned through trial and error that the people will forget what they've done. And they'll say, well, what post was it I liked, Steve? So I give them the post that they liked, and now I've got people saying, "Yeah, Steve, I'd love to be able to work from home, but it depends on what it is. What kind of work? What kind
0: of work is it?" Okay, and I just I just tell them what it is. Easy. you open up the conversation, so you've repeated the post, which I like because most people, yeah, they they could forget five minutes, let alone you know, five hours, uh, depends on when we, when we get back to them. So that's very smart. I love that. Uh, simple things that we forget to do. Yeah. Uh, which I like. Uh, and
1: it's, and it's, like I said, it's trial and error because, you know, starting out, I didn't do that. And I'd get people saying, Hey, Steve, what post did I like? Well, sometimes I'll forget too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the best thing to do is just repeat the
0: post. Okay. Yeah easy easy so you're reaching out with them uh via messenger you're replying to the actual uh post that they've liked or what's the what is your go-to
1: no i'm i'm actually making this post on face on my facebook
0: okay mm-hmm.
1: In my facebook feed
0: Yeah. so when they reply to the like or the comment do you uh, tag them in the post or you just automatically just go hey let's go to messenger type of thing get a little bit more personable like what's your uh go-to action on that
1: yeah. Uh, if I say, hey, so that we don't, you know, have to so that everybody doesn't see what we're doing, let's go to Messenger.
0: Okay. Excellent. Yeah, and I think it's more personable too. Um, I think I see some people that they like the activity of commenting on the post, but then it's not personal. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like we're we're shouting. You know, it's like, no, let's 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 be personal, like it's a real conversation, because it is a real conversation. Um, uh let's face it. Now What else are you doing on Facebook? Just kind of just sticking with the post, get a conversation going. Uh, Is there anything else that you recommend?
1: Well, I've got a main Facebook, you know, my main Facebook page. I don't, I don't do a lot of business there because I've got two other business pages on Facebook, Mm -hmm. but most of my, most of my likers and followers and friends are on my main page. So, you know, I'll, Every day, I'll, well, not every day, but you know, maybe every other day, I'll just post. Would it be okay if you could work from home? Because it worked so well in 2023. I'm gonna see if it works well in 2024.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, simple question. You kind of talked about, you know, backing up people hadn't heard the old episode, and uh, you are also a trial lawyer in your regular business, and you had mentioned that's you know we're talking about advertising here of course we're talking you know low cost you know things you can do facebook is free that type of thing but you had mentioned that before we hit record that you had used to be advertising and now you don't advertise because they said you don't need to advertise so you kind of go through that process because there's a lot of parallels to people advertising traditional businesses their network marketing business next thing you know like the word gets out kind of go through that process of how that happened
1: sure from uh, <clears throat> 1996 to 2000 uh to excuse me 2020 so basically 24 years wow. i used a firm i used a firm called fine law um and uh i would pay for you know pay them x amount of dollars a month and they would they'd make my phone ring you know with uh because i've always as a trial lawyer, I've always been able to specialize. There's only just a few areas of the law that I'm an expert in. And so I don't do a lot of other areas of the law. And I, and I say it was divine intervention. I just just think I've been very blessed to be able to just specialize in uh, two areas of the law and be, be so slam busy that I could hire somebody and their only job would be to return all the phone calls I get. Wow. Because a lot of people slipped through the cracks because there's only one of me and I don't have enough time to get back to everybody. So, But in 2020, my fine law representative contacted me and he said, hey, Steve, we're showing that most of the traffic you're getting is organic now. It's not coming from us. And so we just think that you finally hit the sweet spot after 24 years in the business that you know it's all word of mouth now you don't you don't need to be paying us anymore
0: that's pretty cool
1: and so for the last four for the last three plus years it's it's just been all organic and and i just i like i said i still get so many contacts that that i uh um you know i've got a main number that people call and then that call directs them to either leave a voicemail message for me and i but what i say is in the in the voicemail message i'd say or for faster service text me at this number because do you ever stop to think how much time is wasted with unnecessary, unnecessary telephone calls
0: Oh yeah. And uh minute long voicemails of nothingness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get to the point.
1: <laughs> and so, and when I was younger, I didn't think about it, but now I'm age 65 and I can actually see the light at the end of my tunnel. And we can't get any time back, Keith. No. You know, we can't recover any time. So what I tell people when they text me, I, I text them back and I say, look, If you don't like what I'm about to say, then hire somebody else. But here's the deal. Please email me why you want to contact, why you contacted me, why you want to talk to me. Because nine times out of 10, it's going to be about an area of the law that I don't handle. And that way I can refer you to where you need to go without us being on the phone 15 minutes unnecessarily yeah yeah makes sense and so most people are not offended by that because i think we're such a we're such a text and uh email society today we're not the old telephone society we used to be
0: yeah i almost cringe if i have to make a call if i know it's just a simple answer like someone will leave a voicemail can you please call me i'm like this could have been a text, this could have been an email. Not that there's anything wrong with with talking to people, but there's a certain time and a place you have to set aside to have social time versus business time, in my opinion. So that's yeah, a good point.
1: Well, for example, I do a lot of DWIs, okay? My first consultation with a possible DWI client, my I use an expert, one of the best DWI experts in the United States. He just happens to live four hours from where I live. But He developed a six-page DWI questionnaire. Well, for me to go through that questionnaire with a potential DWI client, it's going to take anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes. Okay? So in the initial call and text and emails, I say, look, we need to schedule a 90-minute time block for me to talk with you about your DWI. Wow. Wow. And then after that 90-minute time block, I'll decide whether I want to take you on as a new client, and then you can decide whether you can afford me or not because I'm real expensive. But I give them that 60- to 90-minute time block free of charge. I don't charge for that. That way anybody can – and I'll tell you the the story behind that too real quick. Uh, The only reason I grew up poor is because my father had a substance abuse problem until I was done with my first semester in college. Okay, and then when he got a substance abuse problem handled, he, he instantly affluent, you with me, because he always made a lot of money with what he did, okay. but, he, but he wasted so much of it with his substance abuse problem. Well, there were times I can remember growing up when, when my parents needed to talk to a lawyer, but they felt like they couldn't afford it. And I, I just said I'm gonna, I'm gonna erase that problem. I'm gonna talk to people free of charge. And then if you want to hire me, then I'm gonna get in your checkbook. But uh, if you, I'm not gonna charge you just so we can find out whether you, whether I should be your lawyer or whether you should hire me or not.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Where you're leading with abundance, knowing okay, whatever, one out of ten will work out, two out of ten, or you know, two out of five, whatever. Like, you know that the more you give, the more you're going to get back. And I think that's kind of gone in a lot of people's vocabulary. Like, they're just like, they focus so much on the money that people can sense it versus, hey, I want to help you. And, okay, eventually, or the rule of uh, karma, giving back, whatever you want to call it, is, is going to happen. I think that, I think I love that where you're just kind of leaning with giving and then it'll come back to you. I love it.
1: Keith, that it's a natural law. And uh, I use it in my marketing business too. And you and your dad are experts at it. All the value you guys give to us for very little money. You know, $39 a month for master classes. Most of your books are like five bucks. I mean, give me a break. Okay. And You know, that that best performing ad in 2023 was, would it be okay if you could work from home? Well, I learned, would it be okay if from your all's training?
0: Yeah, you could use it throughout not only just business, but life, which is pretty cool.
1: (laughs) I was was at the Court of Appeals several years ago at what's called oral argument. And uh, I started my oral argument with, uh, your honors, we got three judges your honors would it be okay if i start my if i before i start my oral argument if i share a short story with you i had them on my side before i started my oral argument
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. or even started i love it <laughs> that, that's pretty cool and okay so i like how okay you know the natural law of course uh, of of giving back and one thing i've noticed is you said you know you're only good at you know two parts or really specialized, i should say in two parts and there's something about niches where people are focusing on niches whether it's law whether it's you know network marketing like if they're focusing on a specific type of prospect people tend to listen more because we understand them more wh- which i love so i just want to make sure I, I i share that takeaway because a lot of the takeaways they're, they're natural to you but for most people like oh i didn't realize that and so I got to, I got to bring it out of you. So, which is, or I got to, I got to point out your awesomeness on that one. <laughs>
1: I've I've got a big divorce practice, child custody practice, and I've got a big criminal defense practice because I'm a former, I started out as a Tulsa prosecutor for seven years. And so, you know, I'm, I'm a trial lawyer. I love going to trial. Most lawyers don't love going to trial. Interesting. And everybody who knows me will tell you, uh, Pray you don't have to go up against him, hmm. B- because he loves what he does. You know, you mentioned the word trial to him, trying to be persuasive or whatever, he starts salivating.
0: It's it's a unique uh, viewpoint. Yep.
1: <laughs> and uh, with with marketing, and because a lot of people, you know, there's not too many law- trial lawyers who are also network marketers. Would it would it be okay if I share with you how that came about?
0: Absolutely. That was going to be one of my questions. It's, just kind of, it's natural conversation. So yeah, that's that's a good point. Let's do it. In 1977, I was age 19.
1: And I had two Northeast Missouri lawyers approach me and said, hey, Steve, you know us as lawyers, but we also do network marketing. And I said, what's network marketing? And They said, we're having a meeting, uh, seven o'clock, such, such night. If you're interested, come to the meeting. I went to the meeting, and I was hooked. I thought, man, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life, work one time, get paid over and over. Yep. So two lawyers introduced me to network marketing thir- uh, 12 years before I became a trial lawyer.
0: Wow. Uh, well, obviously you had some rapport with them because same profession (laughs) and everything else like that, which is pretty cool. And, and they quit and I never did. So what made you stay in then? Because obviously you're busy and a lot of people are busy and, you know, uh, stuff happens, you know, uh, um, you you move or negativity or, you know, their life, like what made you stay in?
1: Uh, residual
0: income. So you always saw it, or you ne- you never you never crossed your mind, or you never went away from your mind? Okay. No, I've
1: I've had customers uh, buy from me eight years in a row. Excellent. You know, month after month for eight years, so it's 96 months in a row.
0: <laughs> there you go. You, 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 well, I think you saw it, and you said, okay, residual income, Do the, do the work once, get paid, and there's proof right there, which is pretty cool because I think a lot of people, they lead with the get-rich-quick or they lead with just stuff that, as you know, does not pan out or there's no such thing as get-rich-quick. Get
1: and and I, I've always loved network marketing. Uh, I'll tell you, but it was torture before I learned the skills.
0: Well, what would you say what would you used to say? Let's start there? what are the oh, so, just, what are the things that uh, that you said that, that that don't work? Because if you know what does what does not work, we obviously know just do the opposite, and of course you can share some skills as well. But yeah, give us some horror stories. We'll all have them.
1: Well, I now know why I failed, okay? Because the presentation should be the first training session Not part of the do you want to or not?
0: <laughs> okay so you're basically kind of focusing more on get into a presentation get into a meeting get him to say yes to x out some so much time
1: Yeah like uh uh would you like to make more money and they say sure doing what and i knew to answer the doing what part would take 5 minutes
0: That's not a normal conversation <laughs> No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's yeah. That's sometimes we we think normal conversations are out the window. We're like, oh, look, we got to tell them everything. So uh, that was your main plan was tell them everything.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll I'll tell you though, my dream, my dream network marketing space. I'm an awesome writer. I I communicate best in writing, not verbally.
0: Wait a second. Uh, let's slow down here. I know, I know, so you're talking about copyright and everything else like that. But then you also love trial, being a trial lawyer. So, lawyer, so that's extremely interesting. So, yeah, let's, let's continue with the, uh, you love writing.
1: Well, but the trial lawyer, uh, juries are forced to listen to me. Okay.
0: There you go. <laughs> they don't have a choice. <laughs>
1: you know, they're a captive audience.
0: Captive, prisoned, whatever, you know, they're stuck in the booths.
1: <laughs> they're, they're stuck in those chairs. And, you know, I tell them I'm going to try to be interesting, but, you know, I might bore you crazy. So, but, uh, you know, uh, I do love that, that part of being verbal, but this marketing stuff, I can still do it successfully, but I don't like to do it, uh, belly to belly or face to face in person, uh, Verbally, I would much rather place an ad, you, res- you respond favorably to my ad, and then I uh, re- follow up in writing.
0: You're in the Networker Zone with Keith Schreider. Uh, Keith, I'm very proud of this.
1: The uh, opt-in page is to hear the two-minute story.
0: Okay, cool. Now, how are you re- are you recording it or how are you doing it uh, on there?
1: Yeah, I recorded me doing it on YouTube. Okay, easy. Yeah, it's uh two minutes and something. I tell everybody it's a three minute video about the two minute story. you know it's a little you know a little crazy sounding, but uh but uh my two opt-in forms are, would it be okay if you could make money with our two minute story? And then pe- pe- people to hear the story, they got to put their name and e- got give me their name and email address.
0: All right. Excellent. And you've posted this up on YouTube. So you don't have to, I mean, you, you basically leverage your time, which I, I love. That's pretty cool.
1: And then the uh, welcome email just tells them, hey, I, you're, you're occasionally going to hear from me with money making tips. All right. Excellent.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have to be uh, a, a giant infomercial, which obviously you don't do. It's pretty much just giving people tips. I love it; it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was going through your your list here. Uh, I got that on my screen, and you know, obviously, you're you're big into uh, personal development. Is that oh. something you've always done, or is it is it something that popped up as you started in the industry back in the '70s? You know what, you know, is that just just part of your life now?
1: I was born in 58, 1958. I became a teenager in 1971. I can remember before I was a teenager finding and reading Think and Grow Rich. Really? How'd you find it? I think it was at a, at a uh, uh, garage sale.
0: Okay. So a good title then. That's what got the attention. Yeah, <laughs> the title got
1: me. The yep. title. And plus I'm poor. Would like, to, would like to be rich. And so I start reading this book before I'm a t- But it also happened to be the same year that I was watching a trial lawyer show on television with my parents. This was in 1970 when I was 12 years old. It was called the Perry Mason series.
0: Yep. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, um, reruns. Uh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm.
1: So you're old enough to remember Perry Mason? Yeah. Okay. So I'm watching Perry Mason series with my parents. And I can remember one night exclaiming to my parents, that's what I want to do when I grow up. And my parents, my parents said, Hey, find out what the price is. Everything's got a price. Find out what the price is. And if you're willing to pay the price, you can do whatever you want. That's why, that's why I had lawyer friends when I was a night, when I was a teenager.
0: Yeah. How did they do it? What did they do? How'd they make it work? Yeah. Well, I'm just back, backing up like, okay, happen to go to garage sale. So, you know, obviously you paid with this thing, um, back in the day in coins, you know, <laughs> you know, was it a nickel. Was it a quarter? <laughs> Whatever it was, it opened up your eyes, but it probably opened up your eyes to becoming a trial lawyer. I'd imagine like, oh, I never thought of that. Or it just got your mind working. Like you could do certain things all from Going to a karate sale—that's awesome.
1: Well, and also, my two parents—neither one of them finished high school. Okay, my mom got married when she was age fifteen and had her first. Had my older brother when she was sixteen. Okay, but but this is what they did, though they believed in the impossible. Hmm. And they just told all their kids, all they had 10 children. All 10 of us are overachievers because we, we constantly heard you can do anything you want if you're willing to pay the price. And and that's
0: evergreen. Like that hasn't changed.
1: No, (laughs) it never will.
0: Wow, all ten are overachievers and it's interesting because you could take the exact opposite approach and take the victim mindset of, "Oh, this is how things have always been uh, <laughs> that type of thing, but wow, okay, so eventually you would have found personal development somehow just within listening to them, I'd imagine,
1: yes, but you know what I really if I could live my life over again, I would have found your dad in nineteen seventy two when i when i was 14 years old
0: (laughs) well maybe the timing wasn't quite right for you on that one so yeah you got to get the uh got to get the trial order thing going and then realize okay i could leverage my time a little bit better but still enjoy trial ordering so it's cool
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, i'm just i'm having a blast
0: well i think that's 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 an important point a lot of times like when we first started, hey, here's my 12 point checklist. People we're like, oh my goodness, I can never do that. Now you're like, okay, well, if I'm enjoying it and I'm leveraging my time, if I'm saying the right things, then it's really not work. And I think that's what. So you've you know, over the last since the 70s, figured things out, slowly adjusted. Times have changed. I'm I'm even thinking back in when you were doing trial order advertising and now it's organic. Well, that's because there's more social media outlets and stuff. Like if if you would have done this now, it would not have taken you 24 years to be organic. It would have taken you 24 months.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) Not to make you feel bad.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, uh, there's a friend of mine. He got out of law school and he, and he told me, he said, Steve, I can't find a job. And I said, well, how'd you do in school? And you know, he was top of his class. And, uh, I said, well, how about just hanging a shingle, going into business for yourself? And he says, oh, man, it scared me to death. And I said, listen, let's take, let's take this one step at a time. I said, I advertise with a company called Fine Law. I said, how about I call my contact and see when he could meet both of us for lunch, and he can tell you what he's done for me and what he can do for you. And so he, he took our advice and started his own business. He now says the best thing he ever did. But he was scared, wow. scared to death before he started. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So grades have nothing to do with it. If you don't have the personal development or the mindset behind it, you're not going to do anything. And he now
1: tells people, I got started because of Steve Porter.
0: Awesome. Powerful.
1: And another lawyer friend of mine, he says, the best advice, best business advice I ever got was from Steve Porter. Which was, uh, work less, make more.
0: Wow, yeah, time, uh, time flew. This <laughs> is I realize we're we're overtime, which is a good thing. But uh, yeah, I I want to you know respect your time as well. That's kind of it's good. Awesome. It's
1: good to know that you're the editor. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I, help assist. I help assist. There you go. It's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff that goes, uh, be- behind the scenes. Uh, definitely want to get you back on more than every two years because, uh, you know, things change at a rapid pace, but the, the values and the things that have always stayed the same is, uh, I think what you do best, which is cool.
1: Well, we've got, I've got two of the best teachers there are in network marketing, Tom Schreider and Keith Schreider. So, <laughs>
0: well we'll take it but uh i will still pick your brain on a couple more questions uh you know three questions lightning round steve porter are you ready sure go ahead well nothing with my last name and also we talked about thinking go rich but is there like another book or audio that uh you recommend that could really help people out
1: yeah the uh, christian bible i read it now every day clear through and then i just start over and every time i read it keith i uh, learn more stuff i didn't know when i read it previously and if you'll notice it's part of my 14 day checklist
0: yeah i did see that and i did definitely want to follow up with that as far as regardless of 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 the book like the more you read something some people flex like i read one book a month, one book a week, whatever. I much rather people read a book or listen to it audio multiple times because there's always new stuff that they just pop right in there. That's neat.
1: Well, and my favorite, my favorite uh, Tom Bigass writer and Keith Strider book is the Three Easy Habits book because that book is what got me off the network marketing emotional roller coaster
0: really okay
1: i don't have I don't have highs and lows anymore i'm just i I'm just steady all the time because this fourteen day daily business activity habits that I've got, I just try to do those every day, whether I feel like it or not mm. So network marketing is not emotional for me anymore it's mechanical
0: mechanical, but you still enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I appreciate it. Uh here's another question. Question number two. What is like one trait of a a, of a dream prospect? You know, is it a certain personality? Is it a certain trait that um that you like that you go, wow, this is pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Steve, I don't care what I gotta do. I um I'll do whatever I have to, to make it work. I wanna do, I wanna I wanna be a network marketer for the rest of my life like you've committed to being.
0: Cool. Yeah. I ask this question a lot and it's never, they have a lot of money to spend. It's never, you know, they can afford the big patch. It's always some sort of mindset hunger type of thing. I love it. Well,
1: because you and your dad have taught that you can teach anybody skills, but you can't teach mindset. You know, I'm going, you can, but yeah, the, the, uh, the want to is to me is what i'm after the people that really want it yeah. i can help that pe- i can help that person
0: well, there you go and then that make you feel good as long as they have a hunger you're okay you're like you can help them out that's got to be that's got to feel great
1: absolutely yeah
0: oh, that's cool uh, all right and uh question number three hey uh still like to get out and about rubbish or your time but uh where's one place you like to travel in the next year
1: I'm, I've am uh, i traveled a lot when I was younger. I'm age 65. Travel does not turn me on at all. Uh, <laughs> that's why when your dad advertises the, the annual network marketing cruise, I could care less. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Some days, Keith, some days I can be at home for 30 days and never leave my home because there's now Uber for everything.
0: Let's see, living the life. All right. <laughs>
1: I, I I love being at home. I love being at home. And, you know, I'm an ultra I'm an Uber green personality. Uh, but yeah, I just I love being at home and being able to do what I want to do. You know, I uh I'm not there yet, but I'm real close to being able to do whatever I want with my time. And uh it's gonna be doing what I do right now anyway.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool. I, I love the the honest answer, and it's a unique perspective that people have the freedom to to do that. Uh, and but at the same time, other people have different you know, different values and different ways of doing things, and that that's cool. Uh, I love the love the viewpoint. Neat. Thanks. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, appreciate it. Uh, look forward to seeing you sometime soon. I guess I'll be coming up to Missouri then. There we go. And uh, thanks again for uh, giving back to the industry. Yeah, it's
1: always, it's always a pleasure any time I get to spend with you and your dad. I
0: right, appreciate it. As always, this podcast is free. The most important part is to turn these skills into action. If this episode or any episode will benefit your team, please share it with them. And if you'd like to be the first to find out about upcoming weekly episodes, simply hit the plus follow subscribe button depends on your podcast platform. But more importantly, looking forward to sharing another episode next week. Thanks for visiting the Networker Zone. To get awesome networking tips delivered directly to your inbox or for more information about books, audiobooks, online training, including Zooms and masterclasses, make sure and visit BigAlBooks.com.